What would you do right now if you had a hundred grand to invest? Where would you invest it? Vegas. <laughs> Put it all on black, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it all on black. You're tuned in to Boardwalk Talks with Monopoly Group Toronto, where we give you the latest news, tips, and tricks all about real estate investing so that you too can climb the property ladder. Visit us at torontomonopoly.ca. Hey guys, welcome to episode number three of Boardwalk Talks with my your host Ken Yim. Ken What's up? Yim. It's John Wong. Hey, so John, you get a lot of questions, right? What would you do right now if you had a hundred grand to invest? Where would you invest it? Vegas. <laughs> put it all on black, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. put it all on black. Now let's say uh, let's put it in somewhere safer in uh, real estate. What would you do? All right. Well, there's two routes you can go, right? We can go pre-construction. Or we could buy something that's currently existing in the resale market. Right. Any preference? What's your preference? Well, I mean, it depends, right? So the way I look at it is that, like, how much control do you want, right? So if you buy a condo or something, you know, you spend that hundred grand, first of all, you leverage it out, right? Times it by five, you'd probably get 500,000, you know, maybe yeah, times it by four, really. It's times it by four plus a uh, plus hundred thousand would be 500,000. What can you buy for 500,000 nowadays? I mean, 500 would be a little bit tough, I think, downtown market. Uh, realistically, if you want to get a nice one bedroom and a nice building, you're looking at 550 to 600 at least. Right, because the average price downtown is about 650 to 680, depending on what side you're on of Young, right? Yeah, and that includes all sizes, right? Okay, so so if you buy a single condo, you know the good thing about it is that like you you have full control. You can sell whenever you want. You can lease whenever you want. You can refinance whenever you want. You have to deal with partners. Yeah. Right. So I do like that option of buying a single condo. But I guess the question is. Resale or pre- or pre-construction? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pre-con- I mean, we've both been doing a lot of pre-con lately ourselves. Right? The one thing that goes for pre-con always is the comfort, right? You just slowly save up your money, put it towards deposits. You don't have to worry about a mortgage that's immediate, right? You just worry about it later. Yeah, and the next thing, I mean, the nice thing about it is that you can stagger your deposits over a year and a half, mm-hmm. right? Which is really nice. But I guess the issue is, do you want to rent it out now? Yeah. Or do you want to rent it out in the future and kind of have that uncertainty, right? I mean, there's pre-construction condos being built all over the city. I guess you can see one over there behind, in front of us. Um, sometimes they don't work out. You know, I've heard horror stories in the past of uncertainty of projects not completing, right? Which is kind of crappy, you know? But any idea is kind of a risky take. If you work with a reputable developer, which uh, we can't be fine, obviously, but if you work with a reputable developer, the chances are it probably will get built. You know? And also a uh, realtor that you trust because they'll push you towards a project that will be done by a reputable builder sure. too, right? <laughs> anyway, what I'm trying to say is that there, there is uncertainty. So, uh, mm. you know, you got to worry about that. But at the end of the day, the nice thing is that you get to stagger your deposits. You don't have to pay it all in one shot. You pay it over a year and a half, 25% at a time, up to 20%. Then you worry about closing. There's extra closing costs, which we'll get to in another podcast. But just to start, I mean, the, the, the nice thing about it is that you don't have to service the debt. Right? You don't have to get a mortgage on it right away. Yeah. You know, it depends on the situation that you're at. Maybe it's easy to get a mortgage for you right now. Maybe it's not so easy. You know, you're supposed to have the financing to make sure that you can close on it. But at the end of the day, right? So, would you say, what, what would you rather do? Honestly, I know it really depends on the situation, yeah. right? But what Honestly, would you at the end of the day, I, I know the Toronto market. I'd rather get, get into something now, right? Make that commitment. Get a, get a, get a tenant in there right now and... You know, get that money, get that money rolling in month to month, right? Because yeah. then you hit the four pillars of uh, of real estate income, which we talked about last episode, right? You get the cash. Actually, tell me what the four pillars are. You know, them. so appreciation on a home, right? You get cash flow every month to month, 
you have to pay down that mortgage, and of course, taxes. Right? A lot of tax breaks involved with buying real estate, deferrals. Yeah, things are, you can deduct the, your expenses, you can defer the income. Capital gains. Right, you can, you can also uh, depreciate your assets so that you're getting less rental income. You're claiming less rental income anyway. Um, you just have to pay back the capital gains section part. Anyway, also you also get half tax on, on real estate in Toronto if you're a Canadian citizen, which is really awesome benefit to have. So, I mean, you know, it's nice to have the money now, but at the same time, it's also, it really depends on you if you want to have pre-construction, put your, your deposits down and then let it grow over time, and you don't have to service that, you don't have to worry about getting the mortgage. The downside is you don't get the tenant. Or, I mean, you know, maybe some other options is that we can, uh, um, you can partner with people too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like, you know, maybe if you have 100,000 down, maybe you and I could partner or something. We can go 100,000 each, half, yeah. half, and then go 200,000 and buy uh, maybe a freehold somewhere right. or something out of town. Yeah. You know, but the problem is, again, you don't get control. Yeah, what if my plans change? I mean, you know, you have a child yourself too. What if you need the funds one day, you gotta do and pull it out? But I'm not ready to sell yet. Right, then what? Yeah, that's an issue. Same time, I guess you could also, um, if you had 100 grand down, maybe you could use private mortgages. We talked about that last episode, didn't we? Yeah, private mortgages, right. I guess the downside of private mortgages though, again, you don't have the four bills of income, you don't get the appreciation. All you get is just the interest rate increase. And you, at the end of the day, you get the asset back or you get your money back, which is cool. But you don't need to ride the wave. Yeah. yeah. You're sort of locked in there too. Yeah. So how about you guys? I mean, if you uh, have 100,000 down. Oh, the other thing I'm talking about pre-construction, which is nice too, is that if you don't have Say the average price is 600, right? Right. 20% uh, of that would be what, 120? 120. So say you only have 100,000, maybe you have, it'll give you some time really to save up the payments, a year and a half really, or uh, depending on the on the project, but usually about a year and a half to get that extra 20,000 down mm -hmm. for, your, for your final deposit. Mm -hmm. Also gives you goals. What were we just talking about on the way here about um, saving money? Yeah, I mean, what if, what if you don't even have 100 grand to start with? Renting versus buying? What yeah. should you do? Okay. Where do we start? Well, I mean, I guess really saving money. Because do we really need to spend money on stupid things? You know, um, what was that about human nature that you're saying? All right, by Grant Cardone. Right? So money, money gets restless. It finds a way to spend itself. So if you want to invest it in something, put it away in something, it'll find a way to blow it itself on a vacation, clothes. Right? Yeah. You live it. on King Street after all. I see this. Seems to be a habit over here. Yeah. yeah. People spend money on stupid things, right? Yeah. So at the end of the day, I think I tell people that investing is a function of how much money you can save, right? The more money you can save, obviously you need that capital to kind of grow it and plant it and kind of grow like a, like a seed, right? You got to grow it and it sprouts over time. But if you haven't saved anything, how do you expect to hit it? Yeah, you got to start somewhere, guys. Yeah. So I don't know what else to say, but save your money, invest in wisely. Put it on a property, depends how much control you want. And if you have any questions, you can always reach out to us, torontomonopoly.ca. Any other questions, any other things? No? Just guys, thanks for watching. If you like what you just watched, don't forget to click to subscribe. We're on Apple iTunes and YouTube as well. And visit us at www.torontomonopoly.ca. Thanks for watching.